All right. Good morning, everybody. Happy New Week. Uh, we are connecting with the other side of the world this morning over in Florida with the gorgeous Sierra Clark that you can see on our screen right now. Um, that's a banner behind her. It's not a virtual, <laughs> virtual background. I think it looks so cool. Um, you've positioned it right in the right spot. And I love your blue lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you, you're always standing out and shining out. Now, let me give you guys a little introduction about who Cece is. Well, her, her nickname's Cece, but her full name's Sierra Clark, and she's the author of Finding Sierra. So this is a journey of her finding herself um, and removing the paradigms, especially the ones we see ourselves through. So she's the daughter of Leroy Clark and Liza Burgess. She's a sister to five girls and two brothers. Wow, that's a big family. She is a descendant of the Honduran-born grandfather. And that's actually her second book that she's actually writing about um, at the moment. So she's already on a journey. I've only known her for literally 12 months. Now, she's native, not only second generation to St. Petersburg, Florida, one of Sierra's uh, superpowers is love. Sierra has the ability to look beyond the dirt and despair of people, places and things. This is one of the magical things about her um, and she sees through her heart. Allowing her light to shine is an intentional characteristics about, uh, characteristic about her. So her title, our title of our interview today is Be Your Own Superhero because I have had such an amazing pleasure of watching the transformation occur right in front of my face these last 12 months because uh, Sierra actually attended two of our retreats, one of, for her first book and one for her second book. And Cece, so take us on this journey a little bit about who you were before and how long had you been thinking about writing a book and what was the catalyst you know, that made you wanna kind of go through with this? Um, I don't think I was thinking of writing a book. I've been told throughout my life that you should write a book after talking to some people and just sharing some of my story. And most of it sounded like a whole lifetime movie, but it was like, you should write a book. And, but as um, I started this process of investing in myself, that became an intentional thing that I wanted to do. Um, one day I picked up the phone and Nat was on my phone. I'm like, how did you get on my phone? It was really that that cool winky dinky, but I really feel like it was just destiny busting open the door that I was too scared and too, com too complacent to do. And so it, it, I realized that I think my destiny brings the opportunities to me because the Sierra before the journey would sit on the bench, hear them call my name and I would look around, never come up to bat and I would run when it came to moments for me to show up for myself. So here's Nat on the phone. You want to think about doing this? She sent me the um the link and I checked it out. And I was just like, you know what? I'm we're gonna do this. And and now I'm on my way to even writing my second book. Yeah, I mean, I and know last, last week you were on our masterclass and you were in the middle of a park at 3 a.m. in the morning, listening to your masterclass and continuing to work on that second book. Show us the first book, show us the look of it. Finding Sierra, hold it up a little bit higher. There you go. It's beautiful. I love it. And it's the same outfit you've got on the banner as well. I love yes. all the, everything matches up uh, with you. I, I I just love following all your posts and things that you do online uh, because you really are um, stepping into your own light and you've had mm -hmm. tough moments in your life that you've um, been through. You, you know, tell us a little bit about, you know, 
some of the things that you know maybe you cover off in your book and then we'll kind of translate that of how other people can then start showing up for themselves in life uh, what's tell say what again is that what's the question i'm sorry tell us a little bit about you know kind of the you know some of the things that you covered in the book you know where were Ooh. you you know what's your zero to hero story <laughs> oh i was all over the place when i started this book and and I know my story better than anybody knows my story. So I'm like, okay, we're going to write this book. I was really kind of cocky about it. I'm like, I can write a book because I know how to tell my story better than anybody. But I didn't have any idea the journey that this writing this book, agreeing to show up for myself, everything that I was going to be presented with. And I had to go back deep within to deal with the little girl within me that had so many unresolved things that she didn't speak up about, that she saw, that she didn't say anything. Some say trauma from your childhood. And I had to face a lot of those things head on. So the book took longer than I thought, but it didn't, it took, it was necessary to go about it this way. So it allowed me to dig up a lot of things that I had to then face that I could now see now that had nothing to do with me. And it was a lot of made up things that I believed about me because of certain things happened. Wow. Okay. So how did you, how did you go about giving yourself permission? Because a lot of people, when they go mm. on the journey of writing a book, they, they struggle. And, and I get a lot of uh, people saying, no, I can't. And then they give you all the reasons why to justify, um, you know, the decision why they're not giving themselves that permission, because it's not about me. It's about mm -hmm. themselves. So talk to me a little bit about that. And maybe some people can pick up some tips from you. So giving myself permission is just that because I had every reason not to. I was going through a divorce. I had to file for bankruptcy. Like my life was upside down, inside out, round and round. So if you think your life was messed up, I probably could match what you had to go through. But even in that, I had told myself, we're going to give myself permission to show up for me. I'm going to give myself permission to be my best, most magical self, even with all those things. And so it wasn't to eliminate those things, but although those things existed, how can I still show up for Sierra? And that's what I've been doing every day. I post models on the wall, on the mirror, in the bathroom because I needed to be intentional. I needed to see it. I was unlearning to relearn a lot of the things that I had put in my own program, my own system. And I was control, alt, delete, <laughs> get out of here because it was now a virus that we no longer wanted anymore. And yeah. I love that. I love that. So really like, you know, and I think out of um, uh, hard times and um, moments where we feel like we've hit rock bottom, um, a lot of the time that's actually a gift. Um, yes. You know, yes. To step up and kind of go, well, no other option but to either grow or, you know, yes. you go one, uh, uh, one way or the other. One way is down depression and, you know, really, really negative pathway and unresourceful pathway. Or, and you so some, what, one of the strategies said you put stuff on your walls to read mm -hmm. every day yes, yes. After, i put affirmations on the wall um to read every day and that's why i even put affirmations in the book yep. um and so um but yeah because i really need to see it because on the days that i couldn't tell it to myself i i still mandated myself to give myself permission, even when everything wanted to abort the mission. 
But yeah. we were like, no, a version of me had stood up and it was like, there's no aborting. We're doing it. So these things on the wall afforded me the opportunity that even when I couldn't say it to myself, even when I didn't feel it in my gut, these words will remind me of what we are doing, regardless of how we felt about it. Yeah, I love that. What a couple of your affirmations that uh, you have got on your wall. Um, so I see one right now, and that one's not one of mine, but it said, um, my vision is locked in focus to the multiple blessings that are coming my way. And some that I can, one right there says, um, great, you are great. And that one says, dare to be. And that one where I say, I dare myself to be my best, most magical self with all of me. And that meant with the bankruptcy, with the divorce, with my depression, with my anxiety, with my dyslexia, because I realize I'm writing a second book and I struggle with dyslexia. That is huge. That, that alone says superpower. And yeah. so we don't give ourselves credit when we show up for ourselves. So even those little things, we have to applaud ourselves. We got to come up, come up with models because since I started putting the affirmations on the wall, I come up with a model probably every day, maybe three times a day. Cause what, cause life don't play fair now. When the bankruptcy and all of that, I felt like I was outnumbered. It was not fair. So when life don't play fair, why should I play fair when it was time for me that I had enough and myself was like, we are, we're done with this. So I didn't play fair. So I use everything in my power, affirmations, signing up to write a book, signing up for this amazing group that I became a part of to hold me accountable, to make sure that I face myself in the mirror and not run because I could be complacent. Oh, wow. And one thing they said, when you have to fill out the thing for the book, I remember saying to you and Stu, don't let me give up on myself. Mm. That, that was my request to y'all. Like, I know I can do it, but I, I would run when it gets hard, I would run when I feel overwhelmed. And that was my request, like, don't let me give up on me. And Stu yeah. said he wouldn't, and I appreciate that. <laughs> no, then you're still here for book two and you're doing your Amazon uh, bestseller campaign, I think next yeah. week, or is it next week? Next week, next yeah. week. Uh, it's gonna be the 11th of August at your end and the 12th of August at our end. So watch out for that guys, um, you know, and you know, follow Sierra Clark on, um, on Facebook and some of our authors are watching this interview and um, they've um, they said I'm loving this fantastic love your attitude super Sierra they're calling you super Sierra <laughs> that's a nice little iteration I love it so talk to me about truth you know as um, you say one of your things you say your truth don't care about your feelings uh -huh. okay so how how does one know what what is our truth how do we peel those layers of the onion explain it to me in your sierra style <laughs> okay so when i say your truth doesn't care about your feelings like i i now know that i am destined definitely destined for greatness whatever that means for me but my my truth me being destined for greatness doesn't care about my dyslexia it doesn't care that i had a divorce doesn't care about the guy that i'm still crying over from three years ago it doesn't it doesn't care about the closure that i'm telling myself i need to have in order to go forward our truth is there the life you really want is really waiting on you you're not waiting on it it's waiting on you it's waiting on you to acknowledge your truth 
to say that even with all of these things, my truth is I am still amazing. I am still super. I can still be a wife, although that guy didn't appreciate me, that I can still be all these things in spite of how I feel. So my truth didn't care about my feelings. My truth didn't care that I really wanted to be a daddy's girl and my daddy never really bothered. My truth didn't care about that. My truth said, you're still great. I'm gonna still connect you with these book people. I'm gonna still make sure you have, we're always surrounded by good people. I was the one that wasn't acknowledged in it and wanted to pretty much say, oh, woe was me. When really the help had always come. I'm the one who never got on the boat. So your truth don't care about your feelings, but you can continue to play oh woe is me, want people to put quarters in your jukebox so you can dance to your pity party, or you can get off the dance floor and really bust a move in your life and know that in spite of those things, yeah, they happen, but also so what that they happen. It didn't, and what I say, so it's the saying that what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Well, use it then. If it really made you stronger, then use it then. Show yourself that that thing that you had to go through and only you really know the pain, the grief, the sadness, the loneliness, only you really know what that's like and how dare you allow yourself to go through that and not use that. And so your truth don't care about your feelings. Yeah, I love that. I love it. And I love the use of some of your metaphors because I mean, I've always said, I want to see you on stages inspiring people and speaking and guys let her know in the comments below you know she's just like amazing like you I think you really tap into that um inside part like you I can see you as this um motivational speaker that helps people get over themselves yeah and get over you know it's like because your truth doesn't care about your excuses you no know, no and things like that so it's like what do you want and, uh-huh. you know work out the how you know you gotta mm-hmm. say yes though first right yes oh yes because i said yes and i'm like i really was like nah i can't do this i got all this stuff going on and but it was really like so you saying yes that you got all the stuff going on when that was ready to help me out she they, they were ready to help me do what was next in line but i could have made all these excuses and i did but I was like, it didn't care about my truth, didn't care about my feelings. And now when I realized that I could do this, I'm like, not even myself is going to stop me from doing it now. So now it's not even about other people. It's not about the closure I need to get. It's not about nothing else right now. It's about Sierra showing Sierra what she's made of. This is personal this time around. Like I owe it to myself to show myself to hit myself with my best shot and show the world exactly who Sierra really is. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And, um, you know, some of the things inside your book, you know, take people through that journey of of how you finally found yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's on page, I think it's 123. Um, it's um, titled, Blue Isn't Just a Color, It's an Attitude. And it was around the death of my cousin who passed away unexpectedly on top of me not wanting to see my reality of my new normal that came from this divorce that came from now coming from a three bedroom, two and a half car garage to a one bedroom apartment. I didn't want to acknowledge that that was my new life, my new normal. And so I had to face that. Also, now I'm dealing with the death of my cousin, unexpected 39. 
And I moped around from the bathroom to the bed three days. And uh, one of my, so we hogtied the super, this quiet Sierra. So we hogtied her and we told her that you can't play this round of this game. Like, so we hogtied her, duct tape her, but we needed her to feel because her feelings were important. So don't never think you can't feel your emotions, but feel it, then let it go. So I put on blue lipstick because my cousin who passed away, her favorite color was blue. So we took the, the feeling of blue and we decided to wear blue that day. I put on my blue lipstick, my blue earrings and my blue shoes. And I cried literally on my way going out the door. I didn't even know where I was going, but I knew I needed to get out of the house. So we turned that blue feeling into an attitude. And so we, we re-channeled my energy. And now we have a whole foundation now in honor of her because we chose to get up i'm writing a second book because i chose to get up that day to not to not feel blue but to put it on so it became an expression so i used the blue and as you see i'm rocking it today like it's a whole attitude now so blue isn't just the color it's an attitude that thing wasn't just that thing give it a name and use it to fuel your fire i love that beautiful i got I think it's such a clever little thing, memorable thing people can remember, you know, and it's different because who puts on blue lipstick, right? Right, <laughs> right. Right, right. Yeah. I, And then I look nice in it too. And I was like, okay, I can, this might be a thing. You do, you do. And I'm all, I'm always thinking, my brain's like thinking like branding and, and what, what makes you an attractive character and all that mm. sort of stuff, because that's what, then pulls people in and they go, I don't know what she's having. That's what mm -hmm. people, that's what shifted with me when my first book came out. It's like, it was this kind of thing when I held the first book and I looked at my face and same thing as you, your face is on your first book as well. It's like, you know, what, you know, three inches taller in like a, you know, in that moment. And then it was kind of the way I started showing up was mm -hmm. a new vibe. I was vibing at a whole different level. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. And so talk about, let's talk about pruning. So you say pruning mm. is necessary for growth. What shall yes. we look at pruning in our lives? <laughs> So meaning you got to take the trash out. So if we, if let's say like plants, we are much like plants, we're much like trees and trees, they have their seasons where they bear the fruit, but they also have the seasons where they drop the fruit and they shed the leaves. So some stuff that we want to hold on to, it's not designed for you to take it to you, to take it with you to your next level. And when we choose to hold on to those things, did you know, and I wrote it in the book, but did you know that when we leave something dead on us, it then pulls nutrients, but it's pulling nutrients into something that's dead, that won't bear fruit, that's not good ground. So it's really smart for us to prune ourselves to take our trash out so we can keep all of those in all that energy all that nutrition into the healthy parts of us and stop feeding dead parts of us stop neutralizing dead parts of you that you could never utilize that is never going to be what you want it to be that is never going to provide you with what you need and yet you're giving it something but it can never give you back anything pruning is required and it's very much important so you can bear much more fruit nice beautiful what's one thing that you pruned away 
in the last 12 months? Probably you did my my stinky thinking, my my <laughs> made up stuff, my stinky thinking, the made up things that I believed about myself because of certain things that happened to me that wasn't my fault, had nothing to do with me, but I wore them like a badge of honor. And that was not even mine to wear. It wasn't even my burden to carry. And yet I did, and it dimmed my light. It made me feel some type of way about me. I wasn't loving Sierra, but I was loving everybody else. And so it allowed me to remove the made up crap so I can see myself for who I really am. And that's what the world is about to see. And only because I'm able to see it first. I'm not here to show it to the world first. I'm showing it to Sierra first because I'm appreciate her. I'm gonna love her and the world just gets to, to watch. Yeah, I love that. It starts from the inside and then you start to notice everything cha- change. Um, I don't know who said it. I think it was Gandhi, be the change you want to see in the world. That quote, mm-hmm. you know, yes. so, so yes. That's, that's beautiful. Amazing. So um, so how was the process of writing your book? You did take a little bit longer than the three or four months after your retreat. How mm-hmm. did you find the whole process of doing it and, you know, working through the 48 hours the model? I thought it was, it was, it was, the book was really done on doing the 48 time, but I told you it wasn't about, I had to go deeper within my levels. We had to do a lot more pruning because I just covered up stuff on top of stuff for a very, very long time. And can I just say that some of us, we look at others when it looks like drugs or it looks like alcohol, but some of us who are workaholics, some of us who are shopaholics, some of us who are a lot of other kind of aholics, those are, that's just ways of you running from your truth. Those are just ways of you hiding. So don't, sometimes we can look at others and we'll judge people because because we can see it, but it's still the same thing. I had three jobs. I didn't need three jobs, but I had three jobs, but it was me running because I didn't want, I was complacent with Sierra. And, and so writing the book made me show up for me, but the 48 hour process was amazing. The accountability was fantastic because I was needing that in my life. And pretty much even when I was freaking out and I'm like, I don't know how to do this really the the database that they provide you in Dropbox has the answer to everything that your heart could ever even desire. And even thereafter. So attending the masterclass the other day was hands down amazing. Just when you might think you know it all, you don't. Just when you might think you tried it all, you haven't. And coming on there and even just being so new to the group, I've still gained so much that I still know coming in year after year how much how beneficial it would be for me oh yes because you've just really recently released the first book and then the second one's being written as we go but all the strategies Mm -hmm. behind um the leverage aspect and what you know i want to see you speaking i want you to the next masterclass is speak for profit in september we just did the bums on seats one all of these things the more you attend them and listen and you get out there and you implement they're gonna add on to you then being able to you know move from helping yourself to be able to help other people because the first transformation that has to occur is us yeah we totally hands down yes yeah. and i and i did it the other way for 39 years i loved on everybody else and it was not the fix i was i was still depressed i was going to church i was doing all these things and nothing was still resonating nothing was still making me feel good about me yet everybody else around me is feeling good so the and that's why the other the bottom part at the thing is the only way out is in 
because you gotta go inward in order to go outward with anything, with your success, with anything that you want, your journey has to start within. Knowing you is half the battle, like G.I. Joe said. <laughs> I love that. Knowing you is half the battle. Yeah. yeah. I, I totally agree. And I think um, once you get to know you um, and you reach a certain level of self, I guess, awareness and actualization, then once again, you can go back and contribute and help people bring along people to, to your journey, you know, uh -huh. because that's, that's when you grow more. When you start yes. being able to facilitate growth for others. So I get what you were saying, like you were loving on everyone else, but now the next level after that, so you've gone back now to you, your inner world. The next level is being able to pull other people from their stinking thinking yes. <laughs> and, yes. you know, kind of show them, you know, you know, how to find their truth and give themselves mm -hmm. permission and prune all the crap, you know, yes. so that, you know, so we can have more people like kind of, at the level of thinking that you are, um, you know, operating at right now. Yeah. I just love that. Thank oh, you. beautiful. So where can we get the book? You know, you've got a website. You share. I do have a website and it's um, at sierraclark.life and you can find the book. I also created a little code and in checkout, it'll say superpower and it'll add an extra discount if you choose to go there. And, um, and also the PDF for the affirmations are there. So it's a lot of cool things. And I put a lot of discount codes in there. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm just, I could not, you could, and I just thought I was writing a book, but I've gotten, I've gained so much more than just writing a book and I'm able to empower myself first and then elevate others. And that should be the order. And y'all have allowed me to do that because you made me sit down intentionally that made me deal with me. And then now I'm able to love people from a healthy whole space yeah. and not from a broken down place. So it's, it's beautiful. And you, you're going to have way more than writing a book. And, and it was, it was great that I, y'all whole system, your whole team and what y'all do and what you provide is hands down amazing. I feel like I have a family and when you're in the snow or whatever you're doing without me, I feel like I'm left out and I'm like, no, as if like a family member left me home. So I'm going to come visit you one day for sure. As soon as we can yes. travel, you know, I'll be, I'll be, we'll be coming across and seeing you guys over there. And if, oh, it's so surreal the last 16 months, having intensely worked with uh, the U S and Canada, and we are on the other sides of the world, you know, it's Sunday, mm -hmm. your friend, it's Monday at mine. And, um, and we still like talk to each other regularly and, um, you know, yes. connect through the trainings and all that. So I really appreciate the trust that also people put in us, you know, not having us, you know, on, the, on their side of the world and all that sort of stuff. I love that. So Sierra Clark is spelled S-I-E-R-R-A-C-L-A-R-K, just so for those of you that may be listening to this as an audio, uh, because this does get uh, shared in a few different places as video, as audio and all that sort of stuff. And remember, it's dot .life. So not dot .com, dot .life, L-I-F-E. Okay, so that's where you will find. And did you say the discount code was superpower? Mm -hmm. It'll be added automatically when you get oh. to checkout. After you purchase something, it'll be automatically added as a oh. discount to your checkout. And you'll see it on your invoice. It'll say superpower. Ah, 
I love that. That's very, very clever. Um, I, I just have loved watching you and I know we're going to continue to watch you. You know, I've invited you to come and inspire uh, our August uh, retreat attendees who in half an hour having their logistics call for that okay. particular retreat happening next week. And then good luck with your campaign um, launching you. on Amazon next week as well. It's um, just um, uh, keep growing and keep showing up because I do love following everything that you're doing and I know this next book um so do you want to tell us the title of uh what's the what's the title of the next book the title of the next book is a rooted journey home and this is um about your grandfather it's about it? my grandfather who came from Honduras uh, Belize came from Honduras and came to St. Pete and um he was actually in the war he jumped ship, never got back on the boat, met my grandmother. Like I've learned so much about my family, but how do we really know where we're going if we don't know where we come from? Like I felt a lot of like, I didn't come from nothing, but my grandfather was an amazing man. And since I've started this book, I've learned, like I've been chowing down on beets and he loved beets and I've been eating beets like crazy. So it's, we're more connected and you gotta ask those questions now while we have the elders so we can pass that down to our children. So it's gonna be a family tree for my family but then it'll also be a timeline around the city that I was born and raised in. I love that, that's so, beautiful. Yeah. It's the legacy book and um, yes. it all ties in. And I know you're gonna be writing more books in the future because you know, when people, when people realize you, you know, you are around, you know, they're going to want a lot more from you. So just, okay. just wait for all that stuff and uh, enjoy the ride because that's what I see. You are truly enjoying your journey and you're having a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. I'm, yes. Thank you, Miss Nat. All right. So guys, go to sierraclark.life and go get yourself a copy of this inspiring book. If you've loved this interview and the way she speaks and how she expresses some of that stuff it you know probably it'll help you find you know yourself um you know if you're on that journey confused not sure you might have had some of the shit hit the fan moments similar to yes. Sarah. you know um it, it would be really really insightful to to check it out so thank you so much i know thank you for having night. me enjoy the rest of your weekend while we get away and I'll yes. see you um, pro probably next week at the retreat cocktail hour for some inspiring words for our Yes. 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 Thank you that. so much. Thank you for having okay. me. Have a great day, everybody. Bye. <laughs>